Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where we talk movies, TV shows, comic books, and everything in between. As always, I'm your host, Jacob. I'm Kat. I'm Nick. And what's this podcast all about, Kat? Um, we, I feel like he summed it you up pretty it. well. Just <laughs> you, we just have a chat each week about a movie. Um, usually it's something that's kind of semi-recent or an old classic. Um, and then we have a bit of a chat about, um, yeah, just I feel like kind of what we've been watching and that kind of thing. I don't know if we can say each week now. It's more it's like most weeks, but sometimes I've we're just not I've been trying new. to convince mm. you to... Become a fortnightly podcast. Nah. And you keep going, no, let's be a weekly podcast. And then we but we're weeks. fortly. Yeah. We're fortnightly. We can do it. We went to take a fortnight off last year and it lasted like fucking. Yeah, but then months. also, <laughs> we say fortnightly and then we're obviously we weren't here last week um, because Nick went to Melbourne and. You could have recorded. On my own. Oh. Yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I you was both fi- went on holidays. <laughs> right. Due to government orders, I was physically unable Sorry. to leave my house. Kat was in isolation. Nick went to Melbourne and I went, huh, guess we're not doing it this week. <laughs> and like, it'd be weird if I just uploaded something, a monologue for like, a, you know. Imagine if I just uploaded a 30-minute monologue. That would not surprise me. I don't think people me. would want that. I, I wouldn't. I don't think people would listen. To, people would just be like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. Dep- well, it depends what you talk about. I don't know. And that's you've got to find someone to talk about. And then I mean, you, you could, hard. but you could just go on YouTube and find a guy talking yeah. about movies for half this, an hour. Yeah. See, you would not do well in this because – but I would because I talk to myself out loud all the time. <laughs> yeah, you've established as that. we have right. discussed. You are so I would just have a really great conversation with myself. Mm. I want people to email in, please. <laughs> do you talk to yourself – out loud or just inside your head or are you one of those fucking weirdos that doesn't have an internal monologue and in which case it's not weird it's not weird no plenty of people have it it's fucking weird just because you can't understand it does not mean it's weird can't understand that they don't have an internal monologue yeah it's weird but you don't like you don't have one at all you just no, I I have an internal monologue. Like, that's fucked. That's <laughs> yeah. really weird. See, it's fucking weird. Yeah, well, no, she does have one, but but sorry, I'm saying it's context. more common than you Kat think. Cat talks to herself out loud. Yeah, loudly. Yes, she just has like no like, when people are around. But like but normal like... speaking volume, out loud conversations to herself, which Nick and I find very strange. See, so it's not th- like I I do it, but quiet or. Maybe I'll just mouse. I just do to it in myself. my head like a normal person. I, I, don't, I don't say anything too loud because I feel like someone's nearby and I'll look like a weirdo. The only but. time I ever talk to myself is if I go, or oh, fuck if something's happened, or what the fuck if something, like, you know, again, if something has happened. I think, I think I've seen enough uh, people do that walking down my street <laughs> yeah. to go. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just look out the window in the morning and go, oh, it's a nice day. And no one else is there. <laughs> That's, okay, anyway. I agree, Kat, it is. Thanks, Kat. How is that weird? <laughs> How is that normal? Anyway, we're going to move on from this. It's because my normal. <laughs> this week we're going to talk about a movie where I feel like a lot of the characters probably would do that because they're all fucking weird. Mm. And that is the... I feel personally attacked right now. Good. What's this week's movie, Kat? It's the French Dispatch, Wes Anderson's latest film. I'm going to hand this over to you at this point. You picked it. You so seem to know so much about yeah, it. Yeah, it's all new now. Well, I watched it two weeks ago in my isolation adult brain. So uh, um, do you mind if I just read the plot off Wikipedia? Because I mean, I'm not going to stop you. 
Okay. Have you ever heard of Wikipedia, Nick? I've never. Sounds very fraught. Apparently it's not legit. Yeah, it sounds very unreliable. Well, I did just do a quick skim and everything I have read seems semi-okay. Okay, well, take it away then. Okay. So the plot yes. of The French Dispatch. Mm. Yes. Wes Anderson's latest film. Yes. So in the fictional ta- French town of Anouilly-sur-Blasé, uh, Arthur Howitzer Jr., the editor of the magazine The French Dispatch, dies suddenly of a heart attack. Accord- oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> According to the wishes expressed in his will, publication of the magazine is immediately suspended following one final farewell issue in which four articles are published along with an obituary. So the first article is called The Cycling Reporter. So Herb St. Sazerac delivers a cycling tour of the town of Anouilly-sur-Blasé. I'm 100% just like fucking all these words because... They're all French, and I'm sorry. I didn't notice. Okay, perfect. You're not French, though. <laughs> Sounds good enough for I me. Might be. Um, so he demonstrates several key areas um, of the town, such as the arcade, Le Sun's blog cafe, and Pickpocket's alleyway. He compares the past and the present of each place, demonstrating how much and yet how little has changed in ennui over time. Um, the second article is the concrete masterpiece. So J, excuse me, J.K.L. Berenson delivers a lecture at the art gallery of her former employee, Upshur Moore Clumpet, in which she details the career of Moses Rosenthaler. Rosenthaler, a mentally disturbed artist serving a sentence in the Anhui prison for murder, paints an abstract nude portrait of Simone, a prison officer whom he develops a relationship. Julian Cardazio, an art dealer also serving a sentence for tax evasion, is immediately taken by the painting and buys it, despite Rosenthaler's protests. Upon his release, Cardazio convinces his family of art exhibit. Upon his release... (laughs) Cadazio convinces his family of art ex- exhibitors to put it on display and Rosenthaler soon becomes a sensation in the art world. Privately, Rosenthaler struggles with inspiration and devotes himself to a long-term project. Three, li- three years later, Cadazio, his uncles, Clumpet, Berenson and a mob of artists inspired by Rosenthaler, all frustrated at the lack of further paintings, bribe their way into the prison to confront him, only to discover that his masterpiece is in fact a series of frescoes in the concrete prison hall. Angered that the paintings are irremovable from the prison, Cadazio gets into a physical altercation with Rosenthal, but soon comes to appreciate the paintings for what they are, and later arranges for the entire wall to be airlifted out of the prison into a private museum in Kansas, owned by Clumpet. For his actions, you right there, Jacob? Yes, yeah, funny. Like it, that scene of airlifting. Yeah. Felt like he got all upset over nothing. It didn't seem like that it was that difficult in the end anyway. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He was like, oh my God, it's going to be such a nightmare. But then he just did it. Yeah, he's like, take the building instead. <laughs> <laughs> for his actions in halting a prison riot that breaks out during the reveal of the paintings, Rosenthal is released on probation. Simone also departs after earning a great sum of money for becoming the inspiration and motivation for Rosenthaler during his incarceration. Simone and Rosenthaler maintain correspondence following his release. Um, did you want to like talk about each section 
after I read the little blurb. Sure. What was the first one again? The first one is the cycling reporter. And honestly, that did not make very much of an impression on me. So, like, I, we get, I think it kind of hurt the rest of the stories because I saw that and I was like, oh, that was quick. It was like brisk. Fair enough. Yeah. And, the other and two every, it just made longer. everything else feel like fucking like yeah. at a snail's pace. It has a fucking huge cast too. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Like yeah. people pop up, pop up for like five seconds that are like. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huge. I'm just going to quickly read through just some just some names. I here. mean, for people listening, it's just like it's Wes Anderson's like yeah. go-to. So, mm-hmm. Plus a few newcomers. Benico yeah. Del Toro. How do you say his actual name? Benicio. Benicio Del Toro. Benico. Adrian Brody. Tilda Swinton. Leah Sadu. Francis McDormand. Timothy Chalamet. Lena Kodri, Jeffrey Wright, um, Bond bil- villain with the most boring face of all time, um, Matthew. That's who that guy fucking Almerick. is. Yeah, all right. Um, Wait, who does he play? The, He's uh, the one in where the, they go to the hotel in the desert and he was the Bond villain that we spoke about. Wait, no, who does he play in this? He's the, the com- dad who mis- gets his kid. Commissary or something. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Um, Bill Murray. Of course. Owen Wilson, Henry Winkler, um, Tony Revolori, who you people would know as Flash Thompson from Spider-Man. He was also the like one of the mains in, in um, um, Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. I am two days older than that man. <laughs> two whole days older than that Please man. Please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sad for me. Um, he's there. I'm here. Um, what else we got? I have to scroll a long way and then we get to Christopher Waltz. Um, Christoph. Christoph, sorry. Um, Alex Lothar, um, Leave Schreiber, Willem Dafoe, Edward Norton, Sose Ronan. Um, keep going even further. Elizabeth Moss, Jason Swartzman. Um, I'm it's skipping a, a lot of people that I have no idea who they are. There's so many people without pictures. <laughs> and you go like past heaps of them and it's just like, boom, Willem Dafoe. But yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's just like an all star. Like anyone that's ever been in a previous Wes Anderson film, like they're just all Isn't in this it? one. Yeah. Like they're just all there. So basically, like the opening, I guess you get introduced to the characters who are part of the newspaper. Yes. Or magazine, sorry. And so you get introduced to Bill Murray and his role, and how he kind of built. Or did he take over it from his father? I can't remember. He's a junior, so I No, assume. he founded it. He founded yeah, it. Yeah, they said that yeah. at the end. Um, and you get introduced to all the kind of key players in that. Speaking of Bill Murray, isn't it weird that his dead body in this looks more alive than him in <laughs> Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Bill Murray is getting old. Had way He's more, a walking corpse. Just, yeah. He had just have way more charisma. He needs to just shoot the scenes that he did for. Um, I guess I just shoot him. No, for <laughs> Zombie Land and like superimpose yeah. his body Put now over the zombie him, and it'll just be the same. The same, yeah. yeah. Um, and so then that leads us into the first story, which is the cycling reporter, and the cycling reporter is played by Owen Wilson. Um, and I not a strong start. Really, not a strong start. I didn't really get. Too Anything. much Wes Anderson, Wes, and- Wes Anderson-ring. 
Yeah, there wasn't really a plot with it like the other ones. I feel like even the I other mean, ones, it, that's it was the whole movie, I feel like. Yeah. It's just Wes Anderson doing the Wes Anderson stuff. It's yeah, a story and a story and yeah. a story. It, but it, yeah, and it's, I don't know. Which I, is too I, much. It kind of like takes all different bits from previous ones, like stylistic wise. Yeah. I, and I, not to its benefit I or to a detriment. I connect with this at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know why. Like Fantastic Mr. Fox, great. Mm. Fantastic. Royal um, Tenenbaums, also yeah. fantastic. I watched that after I watched this. And I we was have, like, this is so much better. We have a whole episode of Grand Budapest Hotel. I th- that's like one of my favourite movies. Yeah. Fantastic. Ever. It's so good. This. So I thought I, I just expected a given. I was just like, I love yeah. this too. But I was like, this is going to be good. But it did the Wes Anderson tropes in like the stop work animation and it's just little cartoon bits and the way that it's filmed. Yeah, it's just but leaning it just, on There was it, nothing there. Yeah. Nah. It kind of re- it felt like it relied on those tropes to push the story mm. yeah. rather than the story going and those tropes is like his style being there. Mm. It felt too heavily reliant on like, it's Wes Anderson, look at this, rather than this is the story. Yeah. And here's some cool shit. Yeah. To and here's a cool way of telling it. Yeah. Speaking of story. Like in the others. What did you get from the concrete masterpiece? Anything much? Um, Some colours and a blur. What do you think of the chopping and changing between colour and black and white? Annoying. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't get why. Yeah, I didn't get why. I was like, why. is this meant to be a time jump that I've somehow missed or like... Yeah, well, I, was, I, I, yeah. Assume, I assumed it was supposed to be like... Oh, if something like it's obviously something significant happened, it changed yeah. the scene. But I couldn't point out what it was. To be fair, I, I watched this over two days, so it's But I sort of like I was watching it last night and I was like, Oh, is it is it like, oh, this is somewhat like a little bit in the past and this is in the present day, like what's yeah. happening? But, but it's it was not. it's just scene to scene, it just changes yeah. and it makes no sense. Mm. He hasn't given a reason why. Yeah, it's like there's no established reason. In it, just like this is why we're going black and white. This is why we color. Yeah, and it kind of took me out a bit. I'm like, why are we just swapping I almost scene for scene? Yeah, Bill between Murray, it? present day Bill Murray shit, all in color. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's just strange. I think I like know them. all the. I think I didn't really notice it at first, but then when I did, I was just like, "This is this, annoying." I'm, I was like trying to decode it in my brain yeah. and go, "What does this signify?" Yeah. And like even when they show the the final masterpieces in the concrete masterpiece story, they show it in black and white first. Yeah. Mm. And I was looking at that and I was thinking, this is so significant, then why isn't it why isn't at, it in colour? At first, like the first time you said that like when um what's her name? Um Leia Sedu. Yeah. Is just standing there nude. Yeah. And like he's painting her. And then it cuts to the painting and it's just like that kind of abstract, like, mm. s- like blur. I was like, was that just an excuse for him to see her naked? Like, that's where <laughs> I thought that's, I'm like, huh, he's stitched her up and like she's posing naked and now he's, he hasn't even painted her. Yeah. And then it was just like, oh no, it's this big masterpiece. I'm like, is it? See, what I was expecting from that, I thought it was going to like start out like that. But the more they show it, the more it resembles like an actual painting yeah. or like, I thought it was going to be something like that, but then, like... It doesn't. It just stays it, the same. Then it's just half an hour of people being like, oh, fucking... Look at this art. And it's like, oh, that's her. And it's like, 
It's that's a colored blob. It's really interesting that you say that in consideration to what you have previously said about this movie being is it just an artless blob or are people actually critiquing it because they think it's great? The movie as a whole. It's an uh, it's a it's a blob. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you're saying about the movie itself? Yeah, the movie is the Fair painting. Enough. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, look at this!" But in reality, it's just like bloop on a bit of canvas. You know. <laughs> I feel like I'm being very harsh on this, well, but, but but art is subjective. Yes, yes just, but also I feel like there's so much could have been so much better. Mm. I just feel like with a good, I I've, I think everything in this has done really well. Like performances yeah. are fine. All the scenery and shit, it's like all the cinematography is so good. Yeah. But it just feels like when it's paired with like a script or scripts that are sort of nothing, mm. it just feels like it's all. I think it's no, too nothing. disconnected. I think what yeah. is really missing from this, which all of Wes, Anders- Wes Anderson's movies have, is that exploration of human relationships but you get invested in those characters. Like, you're not yeah. invested in any yeah, of these like characters. We don't, we don't get enough time. Yeah, can, Especially exactly. the first one, it's just in and gone. You're like, okay, I'm not saying I'm yeah. worse for the rest of this movie. And there's not really any significant character development. Yeah. Maybe you could argue that there is some in the manifesto story. But other than that... See, with the Owen Wilson thing, I thought I, I saw that as like a... That was showing, like, it was supposed to be an example of what the structure of this is. Mm. So it's mm. going to be like, all right, we're going to tell you stories that are like this, you know, here's this dude talking about this thing. Yeah. And now we're actually starting. Because, like, everything I read, it was like, oh, it's a movie about three different yeah. articles. and But, no, it's about four, sort of. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. I guess it's like the little prelude. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But it's like... A prelude to nothing because they don't connect so yeah yeah it's so weird yeah and i think you mentioned so like oh look they're all articles from this like newspaper but it's like but if they were articles then they would have a clear yeah story there exactly it's just a really or like a a more engaging story you would hope Mm. i don't know i found them i think my favorite was the um the painting like the the concrete masterpiece. Is that yeah. just because it had a nude Bond girl? <laughs> no. I think I, mean, I like the Jeffrey think, Wright one more. I think I just really enjoyed how mm. Tilda Swinton like played that character. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Brought that essence to that part of it. I still think I'm with Nick, the Jeffrey Wright one. I got so lost in I that. Think, I think the, um, like the painting stuff. I think the painty one visually looked the coolest. Mm. But that's probably... Is that because there's a naked Bond girl? Yes. Okay. Fair Come enough. on. Um, but I don't know. I Something think, Bond's never done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Yeah, like I think I was... I don't know whether it's because I knew the movie was ending soon. But yeah, I think, and you're excited. I, I think I was just enjoying the... I don't know. the Like the... Yeah, the end story yeah. better, but I don't know. I yeah. just don't think this movie was very good. I think that's Shall a very fine thing to say. I yeah, I, I don't think I'm not going to get much hate for that. 
Because no. I think a lot of other people don't think this movie was very good. No, because I, I went to look up reviews, like, because I, I watched half of this last night. I know I watched the painting last night, and I was like, holy fuck, this is kind of shit. But um, I looked looked up some things, and everything I saw was positive. It I has was an like, average rating oh, of 7.3 out of 10 from okay. almost 82,000 reviews. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's still a pass, but... I mean, 7.3 is not that bad. It's a a distinction, actually. 73%? No. Still credit. Distinction 75. Is it? No, distinction 70. Yeah, so it's 73%, so it's not a distinction. It's only got a credit pass average. I know. You said 83%. No, 7.3 out of almost 82,000. Sorry, I heard the 82,000. Shall I continue with the plot of the third story? Sure, but can we just appreciate the look of Wes Anderson's head? Uh, sure. I really need my glasses on to see that. <laughs> Sorry. I just never um, know what the man looks like. I just saw, I saw a saw bit photo. of a purple blur. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the third story, Revisions to a Manifesto, stars Timothy Chalamet and Francis McDormand. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lucinda Crements reports on a student protest breaking out in the streets of Ennui that soon boils over into the chessboard revolution while the revolution initially is inspired by petty concerns over access to the girls' dormitory, the traumatic military conscription of one student, Mitch Mitch, inspires greater uprising. Despite her insistence on maintaining journalistic neutrality, Cremence has a brief romance with Zeffirelli, a self-styled leader of the revolt, and secretly helps him write his manifesto and adds an appendix. Juliet, a fellow revolutionary, is unimpressed with the manifesto, after they briefly express their disagreement about its contents, Cremence discovers that Juliet is in fact infatuated with Zeffirelli and is jealous of her closeness with him, then tells the two to go make love, which they do. A few weeks later, Zeffirelli dies attempting repairs on the tower of a revolutionary pirate radio station and soon a photograph of his likeness becomes symbolic of the movement. Five years later, Cremence translates Mitch Mitch Simka's theatrical dramatization of his conscription and Zifarelli's death for the National Playhouse production of his play at the downstairs Knobloch Theatre. Everything you just said mm-hmm. made sense in my brain because I remember watching it. I. But that was so much just fucking like stupid. I don't want to say stupid shit, but like this sort of like garbage words. Yeah. And like listening to you say that was just like, that sounds dumb. Like that sounds like a horrible, mm. like, you know, like, like that's not. And like watching it, it's not great. No, it's like, I, okay, I think I think the main thing we need to say is that the acting is fine. Oh, yeah, the performances are oh, good. The performances yeah, yeah. are great. But the story itself but this, it's is just, just weak. Yeah. yeah. That being yeah. said, yeah, I feel like it's not, it's, it's clearly not If it wasn't an all-star cast, I wouldn't watch it. I think it was made like this because all these stories aren't enough to make an entire film, but. Yeah. If they're not an entire film, maybe just don't do it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Or do a short or something. Yeah. Also, I know this isn't fair, but I like I don't get people's obsession with Tim- Timothy Chalamet. Oh. So I think from the start, I just like, ugh, fucking He's really? Just, I, don't, I didn't guy. even know how to explain the oh, obsession so with Timothy smitten. Chalamet. Here like, I am. If he came up to me on the street and was like, hey, let's that, get a coffee, I'd be like, yes. Is he British? No. So he looks British, but he's not. See, I think Tom Holland looks American, but he's not. There you go. 
But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just I, I don't think I will ever understand. He's just brooding, Timothy Chalamet. I don't no. know. It's just I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was odd that Francis McDormand's character I think had a, had a romance with him. Yeah, very weird. But also, I think with um, one more time on Timothy Chalamet, I think he's just he seems like a flavor of the month thing. So I think it uh, to me it's weird seeing him in this with all these people who are. In all of Wes Anderson's movies, and then there's just him. Well, I down. mean, uh, Bill Murray's going to die soon, so they need no, someone to <laughs> replace him. Did Sorry, Bill that Murray was not, so terrible. Did Bill Murray not die three years ago? <laughs> Look at him. Um, no, that's not funny. Um, funny. But yeah, I don't know. So. I thought it was Timothy Hall Chalamet was born in Manhattan. Sorry, are we doing now a Timothy Chalamet podcast? I'm, really, I'm just going to tell Nick a little bit about his okay. background because Nick's sort of hating on him and I yeah, want him to hate no, on him a bit more. Yeah, okay, sell him to No. <laughs> Someone's going to give you this man's background. No. It's the first paragraph of his uh, biography on IMDB or yeah. BD, whatever the fuck database, DB. Um, Timothy <laughs> Chalamet was born in Manhattan to Nicole Flender, a real estate broker and dancer. And Mark Charlemagne, a UNICEF editor. Oh, that's His cool. His mother, who is from New York, is Jewish, of Russian Jewish and Austrian Jewish descent. I, I don't. I didn't want to blow a raspberry when you describe someone as Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> on. His father is from Nîmes, France. Is of French and English ancestry. <laughs> See, it's kind of cool. That was only a half he, raspberry. Um, he is the brother of actress Pauline Charlemagne. A nep- they are those two are a nephew. Well, he's a father's a nephew. And sister. Yeah, his father is a nephew of director Rodman Flender. Ah, so he was born into it. He's not and he, talented. Um, he I is see. talented. I see. It's just all um, privilege. Hang on, this is suspicious. His sister's quite a good actress as well. Ah, I've his family inbred. What? Well, it says that his father. <laughs> Is the brother of actress Pauline Chalamet, right? Is it a typo? No, no, no. A nephew of director Rodman Flender. Flender is his mother's maiden name, but his father's nephew. I think you know what I mean. Coincidence. Um, I think and I, am, I think whoever wrote Harold that Flender. IMDb page yeah. has got some. I think the mother something. is the niece of director Rodman Flender because that would make sense, and. Granddaughter of screenwriter Harold Flender because they have the same. I guess his nephew in law. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. um, I don't know. But anyway. Anyway, you failed. I hate him more now. I just, I I thought it was fine that in my head they just didn't have a romantic relationship until like she said that they did. And I was like, I kind of liked the old lady, young guy, just like company vibe. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. Is that just me or is that just... I, I suppose. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so first you've ostracised me for talking to myself and now it's... <laughs> <laughs> what, what? What have I done? You just told me it was weird that you thought that I Oh, no, that. no. I, I meant like that's fine. <laughs> like, oh. Like... oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. Fine, mate. I don't know. And what did you think of the fact that he just... Died. That was my favourite part. Did he die? <laughs> Obviously not fair, but you know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was just like, oh, okay. Sur- surprising, I suppose. I was, uh, 
funny-ish visual. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Can we get to the next article now? <laughs> Can this movie be over already? Okay, uh, last article. The private dining room of the police commissioner. That was me talking to the movie, not me being rude to you. No, I get that. I'm just very sensitive right now. <laughs> okay, during a television interview, Roebuck Wright. Do you reckon he was named after Jeffrey Wright? Yeah, right. I heard that. And I yeah, was like, right. <laughs> right. I, I, I heard that. Like, I was like, oh, what the hell? Like, that's And it's weird. even spelt the same. So. You, you, I, yeah, if I was Jeffrey Wright, I'd... I think I just feel like, oh, can we make it Jones just to not just to not be me? <laughs> just so it's not weird. Like I always find that weird when like actors play someone that has like the same like first name as them, and I'm like, I've never seen that. Before. Happens all the time. Does it? Yeah. Will Smith is prime example. Has he played a Will before? His first like big acting role in The Fresh Prince. He got to choose his character's name, and he chose yeah, well, Will. Yeah, but like, but no, it happens so often. But you like, never see Brad Pitt playing a guy named Brad, though. Yeah, like, but there's so many other times like people played this a character yeah. the same first name. But, but that's on like a sitcom where like the main character, yeah, the, the main, yeah, got the main like actor's name. That's not a weird thing, but like you don't see it in like movies that often. Where like I don't know, fucking Jack Black will pop up as a guy named Jack, like. I feel like it happens a lot more yeah. than you think, but you just don't Does realize it? it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You've given no examples because I can't. I gave three. <laughs> there one, was, there was heaps. The office. Off the top of my head, I can't. The office. Who? Who? Who the fuck in the office? Uh, Phyllis, Oscar. Is that their actors' first names. Yes. There you go. There's Man. plenty of them in there. They like half the office is named after anything them. other than the office. There is okay. There is heaps. My brain is not. <laughs> Jackie, but you have none. Come on. I'm going <laughs> to fuck off Nick. Okay, this is the last article. During a television interview, actually three, Jeffrey Wright after his character in this. <laughs> Roebuck Wright recounts the story of his, his first name. <laughs> of his attending a private dinner with the commissaire of the Anwar, and and we, I keep saying it differently each time, and we police force prepared by legendary police officer slash chef, Lieutenant Nescafier. Nescafier is a famous specialist in a kind of hot cuisine specifically designed to be eaten by working police officers. <laughs> Sorry, the more beer I drink, the better my French becomes, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it sure does, pal. Keep going. <laughs> the dinner is disrupted when the commissaire's son Gigi is kidnapped and held for ransom by criminals led by a failed musician labelled the chauffeur. Also, I loved Edward Norton's character in this. I think he was my favourite. He plays the... Um, the dude. The yeah. I was going to give the audience some context. Oh, yeah, go, yeah, go he ahead. plays the failed musician, musician the chauffeur. Nice. The kidnappers repre- represent the warning criminal... Fuck, I cannot speak. The... Cr- <laughs> Are you okay? How's that beer traveling, mate? <laughs> I've got like a third of it left. I'm not that bad. The kidnappers. I can have four and drive. It's fine. Hey, <laughs> this is not even my fourth. The kidnappers represent the warring criminal syndicates of the Anuisa Blase and demand the release of an underworld accountant, Albert, nicknamed the Abacus, who possesses their shared financial records. The Abacus is being held in solitary confinement cell in a solitary confinement cell at police headquarters. 
Wright recollects his own imprisonment in the same cell for his homosexuality, for which he was bailed out by Howitzer and offered a job at the dispatch. Following a shootout at the kidnapper's hideout, Gigi manages to sneak out a message in Morse code to, quote, send the cook. Lieutenant Nescafier is sent into the kidnapper's hideout, ostensibly to provide both them and Gigi with food, but secretly the food is laced with poison. The criminals all succumb to the poison and Nescafier barely survives due to his strong stomach. After being made to test it first, but the chauffeur escapes with Gigi and leads the police on a chase. Gigi manages to escape out of the sunroof and reunite with his father. During his recovery, Nescafia saves the abacus from starving to death by preparing him an omelette, the prisoner having been totally forgotten in the commotion. Back at the dispatch office, Howitzer tells Wright to reinsert a deleted segment. In it, a recovering Nescafia tells Wright that the taste of the poison was unlike anything he'd ever eaten before, before the before they commiserate over the state of being foreigners in France. Howitzer and Wright disagree on whether this conversation is the heart of the piece. Do you want me to read the obituary as well? Nope. For Jacob okay. after he just died of boredom by the looks Woody of it. Woody Harrelson <laughs> played a guy named Woody on Cheers. Andy Griffith played a guy named Andy Taylor. Lucy Ball played someone named Lucy Ricardo. Bob Newell played Bob Hartley. Jerry Seinfeld played Jerry Seinfeld. Different Jerry yeah, Seinfeld, true. though. Snap. Um, Danny Thomas played Daniel, Danny Williams. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> How many of those are, like, borderline main characters who are clearly just <laughs> eager to... It, Big ego celebrities being like, I want the main character to have my name because I'm producing this show, so I get to make that decision. You didn't set those parameters when you set the challenge for Jacob to talk. clearly what I I just looked it up and it was like a lot of the time it's like big name actors that don't respond when the character doesn't have their name because they, they were playing so many different characters that they just wouldn't respond to different names. So they just started naming the character... After the actor that's playing them, so the actor would respond to that name. Surely not. Yeah, that's what I just read. So anyway. like they have, they have like the character, and then whenever they cast someone, they just change that character's name to that actor's first name, so the actor would respond in conversations in scene. So there you go. Sorry, carry on. Anyway, this is the story I got lost in. I didn't. I kind of got lost when. Um, after Gigi escapes out of the sunroof and then when, oh wait, no. Yeah, I got lost when Jeffrey Wright was talking about being imprisoned in solitary confinement. I was like, what's going on here? And then I think I might have fell asleep for a few minutes. (laughs) (laughs) My brain tuned out for like... So many different parts of this movie because yeah. just because uh, reading that I'm like ah oh, it makes sense now <laughs> yeah you reading that I learnt more partially listening to that while googling the character thing mm. than See, actually watching it happen for like for a lot of that you'd say stuff and I'd be like yes that did happen but if you asked me beforehand what happened yeah I'd just I wouldn't be like, know um I don't know yeah <laughs> there was a gun. I can't tell yeah like there was a cool cartoon car chase. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah that um, cartoon car chase was good. Yeah, but then like, I couldn't have told you why it happened. It's because Gigi. Yeah, kidnapped. I also hate the fucking character names in this. It's all very shit. Oh, French. 
Not even French. They're just. <laughs> it's like what like a redneck thinks France name should be. Yeah. So he went to like if you went to like deep if state you went to Alabama, Kansas. and like some dude was like just finished railing his sister, and it's like, what would you give a French like name? And like they're the character names you're getting. Um. You you heard me. Don't look note. at me like that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I feel like (laughs) reading the last story, I'm like, that could be a whole movie. All of these could be a whole movie. Yeah, if you developed it a bit more. All of it's like Wes Anderson just went, I got a couple ideas. Mm. Oh, newspaper editor died. Let's just do like you know. They all seem kind of shoehorned in together and not connected except for this except arbitrary thing at except the start that and all end. And yeah. We, and mm. they are all set in and we. Yeah, it's just – but there's no crossover characters. Yeah. And they're all in the same town. Yeah. It's like surely you could like have – one. It should yeah. be like Willem Dafoe's in all of them or something. They could have had a thing where like yeah. have the reporter be there. So have one character – this is essentially the French Dispatch's reporter mm. – present at each event. Yeah. So you have one, a point of view character, and two, two, it ties it together, and three, it makes it s- makes sense because these are all articles. So yeah, someone's written about it. That's a good idea. I think, yeah, that's what it's really lacking. That like one, these are articles, the, but who the was there? The character taking you through the story. Because yeah. it's sort of like we're meant to believe that these are recounted articles from a newspaper. Mm. But who wrote the articles? Who, like, how did they find out all this information? Well, I like, mean, like, the, there are the characters that wrote the articles and you're yeah, they're but like introduced, if, but, but they're were, not, like, Yeah, but if you it. saw them there. Yeah. Or if it was, like, they were talking to the people and then it flashed back to these events mm. as if, like, one of the characters. So, have you know, have your point of view character for each story recounting the events to the reporter of each story would make more sense because mm. then it gives you a somewhat point of view because it feels so disconnected. Yeah. You're, it's an anthology that's not – that's tried to be shoehorned together but doesn't work. And it was just Yeah, the only dull. thing connecting it is that the cinem- like cinematography yeah. is similar. Yeah, and there's supposedly all these articles from this newspaper that we barely see and don't really – have to care about yeah you know there's no real yeah that's yeah. it at the end of it you're not like oh those characters that relationship that they had yeah. really made an impact on me also wasn't the point of them reading them all out to decide what one got cut yeah and then none of them get cut yeah so yeah what was the fucking point exactly nick why did i waste two hours of my life <laughs> speaking of wanting to die sorry do you want me to read the obituary I didn't say a lot. Yeah, who wants you? to? Oh, no, dying. I just kind of got that vibe from you, like no, after wasting like, two hours yeah, of your okay. life. I didn't say I'd rather be dead. <laughs> no, I'd rather just not Would have rather watch something else. You know? Okay. Well, in a nap. Well, in an epilogue. Fr- well, I did. I did both. <laughs> <laughs> in an epilogue, the French dispatch staff mourn Howitzer's death, but set to work putting together a final issue to honour his memory. Um, during the closing credit, oh, you're right. Yep, my uh, seat just fell back a bit. <laughs> during the closing credits, there is a dedication to the following writers and editors, many of whom wrote for the New Yorker. And I'm not going to read them all out. Um, <laughs> fuck them, they're dead. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> but yeah, 
It was kind of a... Also, <laughs> who would leave a, the dead body of their editor on the desk in the room with them all while I, they decided what I they mean, were going to include if, if in there? I mean, if he was a... Asshole, I guess someone would, so they could like spit on him, maybe. Do a piss in his mouth. Probably what's going to happen to Bill Murray's real body. So someone's going to what piss in his mouth. It. Why is Bill Murray contentious? Have I missed something? Like I missed the Mark Wahlberg thing. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I think Bill Murray's a good guy. I think he was just sort of a sort of a prick in the eighties. He probably is now. Everyone's a fucking prick in the eighties. But I think, like, I don't know. I just think of the stories. Jacob told on the um, Ghostbusters set when they were like, <laughs> oh, we don't know if he's going to show up. Yeah, he was a fuck, real fuck well, yeah, on that fuck one. that guy. Yeah. What a, that was number two. Knuckle. Was it? Wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Ghostbusters 2. Oh, oh no one cared about Ghostbusters yeah. 2. Yeah. Probably yeah, that was the first one because they didn't even know who was even going to come. Yeah, he probably, yeah. And then he just appeared like five minutes before they went to start and they thought he was in Europe. <laughs> and he just sort of, were you in the Ghostbusters episode or was that James? Uh, I did the first, oh no, I'm pretty sure I was. Yeah. And yeah, like they I, cast him, like and they just had no ago, idea. Though. It was a boys only. If as it was gonna... should be right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Let's they're kids, and then it's okay. Yeah, yeah, then because that movie was good. Yeah, people don't care. <laughs> oh, oh fuck! Yeah, I wasn't yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. No, Cat and I liked it. I liked. We both really liked it. I liked some of it. <laughs> yeah, I liked how true, candy yeah. it, it turned was. into a sad. Real depresso factor. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Oh, no, I don't mean sad boohoo. I mean sad. Oh, God. Check why? out our Ghostbusters episode without Nick. Get the defibrillator. That was fucking. the one where it's just the two of us. We should do that more often. Yeah. Sorry, Nick. Suck shit. <laughs> Shafted. Right. Let's be honest. If someone was going to leave the podcast first, it will be you. Oh, excuse you? Were you not threatening to do it like a year ago? You both did at the same time. Yeah. No. Yes. I've never said I believe. I will and I will never. You both got over it at the exact same moment and then it was fine. And to we be kept fair, going, yeah. I, I never got over doing it. I've reignited my passion. Yeah. I, I just got busier. Yeah, true. Anyway, See, um, I have a very busy life as I well. I have one do you have any more notes? No. I have some box office figures that I had. Oh yeah. Um, Fire away. Hang on, I've got to go back to it. Where the fuck did it go there? Get out of Timothy Chalamet. Scroll back down. I just right. don't understand how so many people got cast in this. So, it had a budget. What do you reckon? How much do you reckon this movie cost Runos in US dollars? 20 million. So close. 21 million. Getting closer. 25 million. 25 million US dollars. Mm. It had an opening weekend in the United States of $1,348,804. Mm-hmm. Worldwide. How do they calculate it down to the four dollars? I always because I know how many tickets are sold. Yeah, but they might all be different prices. But you just add them together. They but know how much uh, money because so when you go to the movies, right? <laughs> so say you go to see a Disney movie, like say you go want to see Spider Man, perfect example, right? Yeah. Where did you see that at? Hoyts. Did I? Where, did Event? who did I, I go and see it with? Okay, say you went to <laughs> event cinemas. Oh no, I went to Reading. Okay, you went to Reading cinemas, right? And you saw Spider-Man. How yeah. much did your ticket cost? I don't know, like 10 bucks. Okay, 10 bucks. $7.50 of that went to Disney. Jesus. Because they take 75% of ticket sales. The other $2.50 went to the cinema, right? So Disney knows that they got $7.50 from that. So they just add up. That's so much money. Yeah, Disney's one of the most expensive. That They will take about 75% from a ticket sale. Others only take 50%. But Disney takes 75. Fuck. All right. So that movie theater is making $2.50 on your ticket. That 
No wonder why, popcorn's yeah, so yeah, expensive. That is why Moody it Norton realised this. Did you not know that? Fuck, Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, that's See, why they this make... This is why you're slowly killing movie theatres when you bring in sour worms right, yeah. or whatever from... That's why movie Fuck food... Like, that's why movie food is so expensive. That's why things like that's Gold Class like, is so expensive because they have to pay for those additional staff because they are making like... So like a gold class ticket, right? Yeah, fucking gold class doesn't cost that much either, really. But, when, but think, no, think about this: if you go and see Spider Man, I've in a regular no, but like in a regular session, right? So say it's a ten dollar ticket. Disney gets seven dollars fifty of that. If you go to gold class and buy a ninety dollar ticket, Disney Jesus. still gets seventy five percent of that. It's not a seven dollar fifty fee. It's seventy five percent of the so ticket cost. They get cost. like sixty something dollars. Yeah. yeah, which is why it goes up so much because they've got to get so much of a profit on. Like the movie theater has to How get so much, much of a profit on it. How much did we pay for Godzilla? We didn't pay ninety dollars. No, did no, we? I, no, but no, I had what? like discount like returning things on that, so they were like twenty bucks each. That's the thing. That's surprising oh. yeah. that they do got class still because there's only like twenty seats in there. Yeah, but people buy. Everyone yeah, buys drinks. Everyone buys I, food. I know. That's the only reason you yeah. go to gold class. Yeah. So you'll spend 70 bucks on a ticket each. Then you'll also spend like 70 bucks on food. So for that two hours, they've got 70 bucks off every person in there. <laughs> and there's only one reason I have ever used gold class, and that was because you have all those discounts. Yes, and I got us cheap tickets. And anyway, back to the – so it made $1.35 million US dollars since opening weekend. What did it make worldwide? Getting there. Million. Total gross US sixteen million dollars. Okay. So it made less in the US than what? Total, how much did you say total worldwide? Forty five, I reckon. Forty five point nine. <laughs> so that's a return. Almost doubled. Okay. So close. So it made its money back with marketing. Do you want to know <laughs> in comparison how much the Grand Budapest made? Probably like three hundred million dollars. So it had a budget of twenty five million. So the same. It made. Hang on, let me do some quick maths. It made basically double. Sounds no, well, in the US. Uh, sorry, four times the amount that it made. A hundred and seventy. The Grand Budapest Hotel made one hundred and seventy-three million dollars. Yeah. So mm. basically, that's like almost eight times. Yeah, pretty that's good. seven times twenty-five. Good on them. No, it may. I'm talking about the. Box office of French Dispatch. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I so was thinking about it's total. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I did not do maths that wrong. <laughs> I didn't even do maths. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I mean, I guess it hasn't had its full theatrical release, but I don't think it'll get and to 100. I mean, it's on million. Disney Plus now, so. Yeah, so it's yeah. not going to get much. Okay, more. I have one serious question for you, Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Do you think Cat would watch this movie again? Oh, probably. No. Really? Cat, <laughs> oh. do you think that Nicholas would watch this movie again? Unless he was forced to at gunpoint. <laughs> gun to my head, gun to my balls. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <Getting> sh- <laughs> gun to the head, gun, gun to the balls. Getting shot in the dick and getting shot in the head. Um, I don't know. There's better Wes Anderson movies to watch. Do you, oh, that's going to fall on your head and you're going to die. Why did you put them so close to the chair? Just, just I don't know. Just I wasn't move. sitting in that chair. I was sitting over here. It's not my life, so I yeah. don't care. Um, do you think I would watch this again? Probably. You probably would. Fuck no, man. I don't know. Cinema geek. I'd watch any other Wes Anderson film before I actually, watching this. I went on a bit of a Wes Anderson, like... 
because I was in isolation. I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to... Yeah, pretty much. I was like, what am I going to... She was in the ISO depresso. We don't need to dwell on it, Sorry. okay? <laughs> everyone, Kat's fine now. Just so everyone knows she's no longer as depressed. Yeah, sure. Um, oh. <laughs> so I watched this yeah, and then I was like... Cat. I had a great time in Melbourne. <laughs> You're an empath, right? That'll make you feel um, a bit better. Yeah. So much podcast better. Thanks, Thanks, the use of violence, violence or any sort of uh, physical altercation between us. Uh, hosts. Uh, if any crimes are committed, the uh, liability is not with Watch Again Podcast or any of the equipment owners. Of the equipment owners. Yes. Yeah, Whoever that may be. <laughs> oh, it's me. <laughs> I am not at fault here. <laughs> These two kill each other. It was not me. I'm um, not going to kill Nick. <laughs> I don't know. We've spoken oh. about it before. I feel like if Nick got murdered, yeah, but you say that I'm not here. Yeah, exactly. Like absolute cowards. But that's what I'm just saying. Like, if you got murdered or went missing, and someone went through this, oh. me and Kat are fucked. Oh, there's definitely people that would do it to you as well. What? Just people that listen to this, they'd be like, um, <laughs> "This guy I'm did suspects, it. Yeah, right pretty, here. pretty sure Cat did it. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure Cat, James, and Jacob said that they were going to murder this guy. Uh, Multiple so, times. Yeah. On, in this episode at this time, this episode at this time, <laughs> and this episode at this time, maybe go and talk to them, and we'd be like, "His body's over there. <laughs> it was Fuck us." No, <laughs> I threw you guys under the bus before <laughs> I told them where Nick's body was. Cat be like, it. "I know nothing, officers. I, I just, I know nothing." And I'd be like, "I've been in isolation for a <laughs> and week." I'd be like, "Cat held a gun to my balls and said I had to do it, and uh, it was all her." <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. I'm pretty sure. Sh- no, I'm not even going to say what I was thinking. No, anyway, no. so I went on a bit of a Wes Anderson like tangent, and I watched the Royal Tenenbaums, which is I think my favorite Wes Anderson movie. Is that the one with the camp in it? No, that's um, Moonrise Kingdom. Right. Royal Tenenbaums has Gwyneth Paltrow, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson's brother. I forgot his name. Who knows? Owen Luke. Wilson. Luke Wilson. Yep. Yes. Um, I think. And Ben Stiller in it. Oh, see, it's really I, good. I like. I fucking froth Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't think I've seen another Wes Anderson movie. Watch the Watch the Royal Tenenbaums. It's a bit fucked. The story. <laughs> yeah. There's a bit of like, it's kind of incestuous, but they're adopted. Okay. So technically, in Australia, that would be illegal, but mm. I guess not in early noughts America. I think. Grand Budapest Hotel is his best yeah. visually. Fantastic Mr. Fox, maybe best story. I think I have seen Fantastic Mr. Fox, actually. See, I would argue that... Because <sighs> it's just a, it is a solid... But it's, it's just also, a story. But it's not his story. It was based on... Was, wasn't that Grand doesn't Budapest mean that it's his best story. Pardon? Wasn't Grand Budapest Hotel a book? Oh, was it? I know. Fucking everything's a book. Like, I, I yeah. You're a book. Of, fuck you. Can't. <laughs> what the fuck? That was <laughs> fucking uncalled for. Jesus Christ. I, I hope you, you fucking up. bleep that out. <laughs> no, I'm not. That's staying in there. This is why we're killing him. <laughs> He's violent. He's abusive. He's just aggressive for no reason. <laughs> he just randomly called me a cunt. You laughed though, didn't you? Yeah, because it was funny, but like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why do I say anything? Um... <laughs> I don't know. I really, I don't know what it is about the Royal Tenenbaums. I think it's just a bit more gritty and a bit more real than um, Grand Budapest Hotel. 
but uh, I don't know. It's not quite as stylized, but it is still stylized. Well, in that I feel way. like that, isn't that early Wes Anderson? Yeah, I actually couldn't afford to be as stylish. I actually, didn't have the budget. I started watching Rushmore as well, which is one of his very very early movies with Adrian mm. Brody in it. When Adrian Brody could still play a high schooler, like that's how young he was. Oh God. See, I only um, ever pictured him as like an old man. Like yeah. Now, I guess. It's not even that old. Yeah, exactly. Is he? Um, oh, he's probably like I mean, be close I'm to 40. His 50s. What? I reckon. Adrian, Adrian Brody. Brody. I thought he was just like a good 55 or something like that. But anyway, this movie was also a bit fucked. A little mm. bit incestuous. Adrian Brody is 49. <laughs> Told you. Jesus. He was born on the 14th of April, 1973. Yeah, well, it would have been, what, like 25, 26 when this came out. I think it came out in like 95-ish. What is it? Rushmore. I look at his filmography. Um, unless I'm thinking of completely the wrong person. But yeah. also a kind of incestuous movie, but very good. Um, in 1995, he was not in a movie called Rushmore. I'm thinking of someone else then. Hang on. I thought it was Adrian Brody. Who did I just watch a movie with the main character? You are just talking absolute fucking smack. (laughs) What are we looking at? Rushmore. Oh, Um, it's Jason Schwartzman. Oh, fair enough. They're like the same dude. Yeah, I guess they're. Okay, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So those guys and one other dude that look just the exact fucking same. I'm like, I know. It's like. Can't think of the dude. But I anyway. think it's the Oh, not not him. Um I think it's kind of like the olive skin and the dark hair and then also the mustache. Mm. To be fair. But he's also forty eight, so he's the right age as well. There you go. Um Jason Schwartzman did play a teenager in two thousand and seventeen. What? What? Red Hot Amer- Have you not seen Wet Hot He's American Summer? Yeah. Red yeah. Hot American Summer. Yeah. Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. I'm just saying. It's just funny. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, but it's so, so clearly not. That's the joke. I know, because it's like it's 10 years later, but like they're all just adults playing teenagers, and it's so good. Everyone should check out Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, I really like yeah. that movie. Yeah. And then I've the, t- the TV it. series that's like Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later. Yeah. So funny. So I have. Um, Amy Poehler in it. Yeah, like it's got pre, everyone in it. Pre being famous. Yeah, yeah. It was from like 2002, and it has like Bradley Cooper in it. It's so got like, every. It's also oh, not even. I think it's like 2000 something crazy. Um. Okay. Well, something to watch. Yes. But yeah. Rushmore was good. If interesting. 2001. Also, Moonrise Kingdom is good. You should watch that. Yeah, I, I gotta watch all this shit now. Like it's fine. I, I, I do wanna watch just watch Grand Budapest Hotel again now. Okay. Also well it's all on Disney, so Yeah, yeah, I gotta get Wet on. Wet Hot that. American Summer, two thousand one, has Jean Oh fuck me, we'll be here all day. <laughs> Gareth Farlow. I can't remember she looks so familiar. Um David Hyde Pierce, who plays um Niles. Niles in Frasier. Michael Showalter, um Margaret Moreau, Paul Rudd, oh, Zach Paul Orth, Rudd. Christopher Maloney, A.D. Miles, Molly Shannon, Gideon Jacobs, Ken Marino, Joe Latrelugo, who's, um, what's Boyle. his name? Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, Maya Cool, Ian Black, 
um, Amy Fowler, Bradley Cooper, Marissa Ryan, Elizabeth Banks, Kevin Sussman, who's comic book dude in Big Bang Theory, um, Tofar Kusumano, um, who else is famous in this list? Yeah, it's just fucking good shit, man. So funny. So funny. Watch it and then watch the TV series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. H. John Actually, ben, sorry. Benjamin plays a kid. Watch Wet Hot American Summer. So watch the movie. Yeah, there's like a prequel show and then yeah. a sequel. And then watch right Wet Hot American Summer First Day of Camp, which is the 2015 TV miniseries. Because all the cast returns and they just play it as if they're that age. Like, <laughs> they're all just adults that are like, you know, it's 15 years later. And they were all adults when this came out in the first place. Even though Paul Rudd looks exactly yeah. the same. But like, they just play it as if they're like 15. Yeah. And then in 2007, they came back for Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later and still just play it as if they're like kids. And it's fucking hilarious. Because it's just... Wasn't the point that they're... Uh, no, no. Anyway. Um, fuck, okay. This chair keeps fucking... Oh, the 10 years later one, they're meant to be like back. 25. Oh, right. But they're all yeah. like almost 50. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, even now, like, you are way too old to be the age that you're like... It's like, you've just like essentially finished college. It's like, you're all old enough to have college age children. <laughs> yeah. Cat, mate, what else have you been watching? Wait, are we in that segment? I assume so. She was talking about what she's been watching, so... But I think I we're was still talking about Wes Anderson. Anderson. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So we move on segments because we already did the would we watch it again thing. Yeah. yeah. Let's anyway. move on to what we're watching and what we're excited for. Um, do we start with the big one? What's the big one? Trailers. Oh, do we want to talk about trailers first or shit that we've watched? Let's do trailers. Trailers because okay. trailers on the back of the right. car. All right. Towing our excitement. Sure. No? Okay, I just I, I did an attempt at a thing and what? you both looked at me funny. <laughs> I don't know. What? Okay, well, it's just Multiverse of Madness, right? Other than, yeah. does anyone give a fuck about Jurassic World 3? No, fuck off. I <laughs> give a fuck about that and it looks sick. It's no, it's fucking just shit. Sam what are you Neil talking about? But there's like all six of them in the... In the all thing. six of them? No. You mean Chris Pratt too? Yeah. And, and Bryce Dallas Howard as well? Yeah. The best Star Wars who's director the, of all time. Right. And who else? Who's the third? I don't fucking know this. Yeah, no one. <laughs> he's fucking six. No, fuck. I don't know. Five of them. Whatever. Fucking chair. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Stop leaning backwards. Um, um, Got to put pressure into it with your lower back, not your upper back. You silly fuck. Or just recline the whole way and accept it. Oh no! Keep- yeah, let's do that. <laughs> um, I so like such a tosser. <laughs> feel like <laughs> look, um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. We got the, uh, the Super Illuminati. Bowl trailer. Yeah, uh, who watched the actual Super Bowl? If this is the first year in seven years that I haven't, because I really? had to go to work. Oh, I- and it was at my new job, so I couldn't chuck a sticky like I did at Coles last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, why? Well, I, I, I got on the I, piss. I, I, I assumed it was going to be on at night. I, I didn't even know the Super nah, Bowl. Was the day. I didn't even know the Super yeah. Bowl had started until I saw the trailers. I was like, oh. Well, my advertising but- campaign at both pubs obviously didn't work on you then. Don't follow. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, mate. I was in uh, Melbourne. So. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. I it's fucking all, hate you sorry, sometimes. Right? <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's all happening, isn't it? Uh, We've yeah, got the Illuminati. Is it, though? Uh, I think you told me it was. Yeah, I know. 
Got ya, fake yeah. nerd. <laughs> you didn't know shit. Um, no, so like. <laughs> no, I think they're going to die immediately. You reckon? Yeah. So Patrick Stewart has just come out and said that he's in this movie as Professor X. I mean, he's in the trailer. I know, but like. I didn't even see him. Beck saw him. She was like, oh, that's Professor X. Yeah. Did like, you not hear his voice? Yeah, I, I just didn't process it at the time. Yeah. And then like, it's just like, he just came out and was like, yeah, it's me. And then, um, so there was a photo that Ryan Reynolds posted on Instagram in his <gasps> Deadpool costume that was very quickly removed. Oh. But the woman in the background of the photo is the costume designer slash coordinator for Doctor Strange Multiverse oh, of Madness. Really? Yeah. So he posted the photo and it's like a recent photo of him in the Deadpool costume. And it was there for like an hour and then it disappeared. Oh, I don't want And he's that. doing the whole, no, I'm not in this. And then there's all these memes hopping out. It's like, huh, I'm a bit of an Andrew Garfield myself sort yeah. of thing. And it's like, everyone's going to be in it. They're doing, we're getting Fox uh, X. Yeah, like we're like we're uh, getting as long all as of the, it. The, uh, like the actual plot doesn't take a backseat, I'm keen. Like, I, I don't know. I just. I think, so we've got. I think. America Chavez is the. Is New that Marvel the character's hero. name yeah. or the yeah, no? That's actor. the that's okay. the character's name, um, and she has multi-dimensional powers. Yes. Wait, who's that? Sorry, America Chavez, which oh, is yeah. the new like the young character we see in the trailer. Um, she was meant to be in Spider Man. In Spider Man, right. and she was me- originally meant to be the reason the multiverse things happened mm-hmm. because Spider Man. Yeah. This movie was originally meant to come out before. Spider-Man. Oh, right. And he got delayed and pushed to the other side of Spider-Man, so it went under a massive... This went under... Well, both movies went under a massive rewrite, oh, which is why Doctor why Strange is in... the whole Wish thing so shoddy. Yeah, there because it was meant to be her because she's, mm. you know, a similar age and it was meant to be like she was going to be their new friend. She's the same... Like, you know, the same age like Spider-Man and like MJ and Ned. Mm. Right. And it was going to be her multidimensional powers... That brought all these like, other villains and Spider-Man across, but then okay. because this got pushed back to after Spider-Man, they were like, "We can't introduce this character in Spider-Man when there's this whole sort of like introduction for her in Doctor Strange." Mm. So they just kind of replaced her with Doctor Strange oh. in Spider-Man, and then just incorporated the kind of the flow and effects of that into well, what will be into the Doctor Strange movie, right? Which is why it's a bit like this is kind of weird. Okay. Because I had to very quickly edit the script. Clearly. Because <laughs> there's like this, um, like, what do you call it? Concept art. <laughs> there's concept art of her and like the team fighting the villains in a carnival, which was meant to be like the, ori- the original final battle. Right. And they like it like mm. a carnival sort of thing. And like it was them fighting off. Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. But then it changed to the Statue of Liberty because... Right. Why not? What is more American because than exactly. the Statue Because it's of way easier to animate because we don't have yeah. to put lights on it and make it yeah. look good. But, um, yeah, so we're going to get... So this underwent, I think it was like six weeks of reshoots or something recently. It was six weeks of reshoots for like six days a week. That's like mm. an entire fucking yeah. movie. But what I, they've said is it was only like there's only a couple of scenes... Like, and stuff that's been redone. Like, most of the movie was left. I'm interested to see, because it looks really nice. Like, the mm. movie itself, it yeah. looks like an actual movie with, like, a director's trademark sort of 
shots. It looks like it was shot outside. Yeah, yeah. In not in a nice. cupboard. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, uh, a lot I mean, of it's going to be shot in a cupboard. But I want because we had some multi-dimensional multi CGI shit. That's what but I'm, a lot of it also feels like it was shot in real rooms and real outside areas. Yeah, like that Illuminati scene. Apparently, it's shot in like a real museum. Yeah, like, just do real time. places yeah. again. That'd Please. be great. Yeah. But I, I, Fucking I am, I am keen to see if there's like. We get like forty five minutes of cool, like well directed Sam Raimi shit, and then it's just like a real stinking looking shot no, out I of think, nowhere. And I'm like, mm, yep. I because th- this movie, when it was first announced, like when it first came out, was going to be Marvel's first horror film. That's not true anymore. No, so it can, it's when it gone under massive rewrites, and it's not. Yeah, but it looks like there's still story elements of that here. Yeah. Because there we see two Marvel zombies yeah. in this trailer. Mm-hmm. And it's also been announced that we're getting a live action Marvel zombies series. It's going to be fucking amazing. Which is like, so I think this is probably going to be pushing that American R rating mm. in terms of content. I don't think, I, I, I hope so, but I doubt it. Because we're doing the multiverse thing, so I think... A bit to what be if is going to be like a, essentially almost an essential watch before this because we're getting mm. that version of the Scarlet Witch zombie and Doctor Strange and Doctor like you know Are we're we getting yeah Scarlet Witch zombie? yeah she's in There's, the trailer yeah. you what? see her yeah. in the trailer okay, I'll put it on after again, yeah. but like we're getting Marvel zombies in this we're getting various different variants of. Different characters. Yeah, see, uh, with that kind of stuff, I don't think anything strictly from What If is going to be in this. I think it's not. It's I think Peggy Carter's. Peggy Carter's um, in it. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be that version, like that version of Peggy Carter's essentially like Captain Britain is going to be in this. That would be cool. But I think like the zombie Doctor Strange and like all the. But I have a question for you. Stuff, I think it's going to be based on it sort of, but it's not going to be that is the evil. Hayley Atwell going to be live action or animated in this film? I really hope she's live action. I, I mean, because she, have you seen the? Have you seen the still from the trailer? Yeah, he like falls into an animated where world. it's half realistic, half animated, and they hurt him and America Chavez are getting sucked into an animated reality. I think I've watched the wrong trailer. <laughs> it's like a really quick, like it's a yeah, it's st- like, like someone's like someone freeze framed every single frame you, you, of the trailer to look at it. You only see it's not even 50 50, you see it just a tiny bit, yeah. And but it's like one frame. I hope it's something cool and not just the shithouse what if animation, though. Yeah, I think I hope they go. I think if well, I quite liked the what if animation, I but in terms of like bad. a big budget Hollywood movie, you need to do better than and that. And you need to yeah. do, I feel like they should do, if they're going to do that, they need to go in the direction that Spider Verse went and yep. embrace the comic book elements yep. oh, into the animation. Imagine if they, they, they fell into like a Looney Tune style, like, I mean, more just like a Spider Ham. Because like, cool. mad. I think Marvel's at the point now, and this is kind of, they've, they did Loki. And introduce the idea of variants. Oh, apparently, right? this is going to like tie into the last yeah. episode of Loki as well. But it's like they've sort of gone. So. Loki was a soft introduce. All right, there's different versions of these characters from different timelines. That you know, there's branching timelines and different versions exist. Then we kind of got Spider Man, which sort of gave us this idea of softly introduce us to oh these previous Marvel movies that have come out it's all a big multiverse and they're just var- essentially vari- like mm-hmm. keeping that idea they're just variants of different characters from different timelines but you know and they can make this is to the point where like 
they're slowly just kind of going into, we can do whatever the fuck we want with whoever the fuck we want, whenever we want. If we want to bring back Joan Griffin as Reed Richards, we can for a movie. We want, you know, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man to team up with, you know, fucking Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. We can do that if we want. I don't think that's a great idea. Like, no, but the, I think the, the Owen Griffith thing's okay. Yeah, but, but I don't. Opening up the multiverse allows them to tell stories like they did in Spider Man, where they can bring different versions of characters together, but also just bring back from the dead other versions of characters. Yeah, but I, I think I don't think they should start doing shit like like people th- people saying, "Oh, it's John Krasinski is going to be Miss um, Fantastic in this." Yeah. That's a Fucking bad idea. If well, like, supposedly Young Griffin's you in it. You can't cut... Yeah, well, that's the thing. It, it, yeah. They've got to be careful with casting people in these movies and then being like, oh, but this isn't the version. This is mm. the version you should care about because that's... Which I think, work. like, for something like this, when you have, a, say, a multi-dimensional version of the Illuminati and you kind of... you've gonna We're going to have, you know, the Patrick Stewart, you know, Professor X. He's the iconic version of that character. Yeah. Right? And it's going to be so hard for Marvel to introduce their own X-Men at this point in the MCU. Especially if they use him in this. Because, like well, that, but it's also that, because that's like, their problem with Spider-Man yeah. now. They can't do any of his yeah. villains because they've done them. Yeah, and, that, and that's why they had to do like this, the No Way Home thing worked so well. It's because it's like, oh, we have an iconic version of Doc Ock. We have an iconic version of Green Goblin. We can use them. So this is like... At the point where the MCU is, you can't just like, oh, actually, the X Men have been around for ninety years, and yeah, they're not going. They've just been in the background because it's too hard. Because Because they wouldn't have been in the background for ninety years. Exactly. As soon as like Infinity War, like you know, someone like Nick Fury is going to be aware of these people. Like they would have been there from the word. It's like, oh, there's an alien invasion. These are the six Avengers. What about that team of like twenty mutants that live in that castle up the road? Like, what are they doing? That guy is immortal and has claws, like, coming out of his hands and, like, is invincible. Like, why don't we get that guy? That, uh, <laughs> you know? I think that's just going to be a problem we just run into more Which now. Which like, is why this whole multiverse thing, because they can go, oh, you can use iconic versions of these characters in this multiverse Illuminati. My question Professor- to both of you, though, is do you think Hugh Jackman will return? Yes. Hundred percent for just a little I, cameo. See, I, I didn't think so. Or but just if, uh, I didn't think so. But if they're showing Professor X in the trailer, poss- I think there's a better chance of it now. I would love to see him and Deadpool meet. All I'm going to say is that about two years ago, Hugh Jackman posted a photo on Instagram, shaking hands with Kevin Feige in the whole big Marvel thing, and then quickly deleted it. But this is a photo from my like 2005 when, like, no, it was a recent. Was it? Yeah. And, I mean, he would. He's he's the sort of bloke that were like, yeah, I'll do a cameo in this or a cameo in Deadpool and then... Yeah, I don't know if he would though because yeah. like, he made such a point of quitting Wolverine. So mm. I think he, like, I mean, so did Patrick Stewart, but like, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, th- CGI is so good now, you could just get an actor in and then put Hugh Jackman's face on him. Yeah, we'll come I, back I, to that. I, don't, I, I think he's smart enough though to be like, oh, is this really worth... Potentially tarnishing my yeah. legacy. But I think I in this, in multiverse. But also, and that's like, they're barely going to recast 
Wolverine as is, I don't think. I don't think they will at all. For them to be well, no, not for. They'll many just have a different. Years. No, I genuinely think they will do an Avengers versus X Men type story in a multiverse capacity, and bring back the um, James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender versions and that version of the yeah. X Men. Just have them fight each other. I guess so. I don't know. I because that's the only way you can do it is if they're multiversal and you just improve with script writing yeah. the versions of those Fox characters that already exist. And you know what's interesting? It's too hard to recast it now. With Magneto, I feel like he's getting to a point where you can't really do him now because he's so compelling because he's a World War II, World survivor. War II yeah, he's a Jew. Holocaust yeah. survivor. But we're sort of getting to a time now where... Multiverse, Most different the, timeline. It's yeah, in the past. Yeah, but like you it's can't. The 80s still. Yeah, exactly. You can't yeah. just have like a guy who's like 50, 60 now be a Holocaust survivor. So it's sort he's of got like, to be like ninety. Yeah. yeah. So it's it that's that's uh, that's my biggest uh, bummer about the, about yeah. these reboots. I'm like, oh, well, we can't like, and that's just the world, I guess. Like, yeah. they'll just have to write something. Which I think. Wait, are you saying that all multiverses are? Happening at the same no, time as this. because, like, it's to say that, like, for the mainstream MCU, you can't use really use that character because you can't have, like, a 60-year-old man, ver- like, a 60-year-old version of Magneto in the MCU because he would have been born in, like, the 60s, be a Holocaust survivor. But in oh, the multiverse, you could easily right. bring back the yeah. Michael Fassbender yeah, version from, like, the 80s, the yeah. 80s okay, yeah. and just be like, that timeline... Like, in our world, it's 2027 or whatever the MCU's up to. Yeah. But in this alternate timeline, it's still the 80s, but they're, yeah. like, kind of they're running parallel to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. They've just been pulled it. from the 80s. Fuck, I'm excited for this. But they fi- supposedly in that reshoot, they filmed a lot of cameos. Yeah. And supposedly they were smuggling a lot of people on and off set. It wouldn't surprise me if they just filmed more than they needed. Well, I'm thinking that we're going to have, like, the sort of what-if dimension jumping scene where we're just going to see heaps of flashes of things. Yeah, probably. Like we might see the president Rogers again. Like we're going to, like there's going to be all these characters from the MCU and their variants sort of flashes like Dr. Strange and whoever else are kind of just flinging through the multiverse. Mm. So it's going to be like a blink and you miss it. Like, Oh my God, that's Chris Evans as the human torch. And then it's gone. Mm. Like those sorts of things. So it's like, we're just, fanging through like you know you could have yeah. a Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider but we're just fanging through the multiverse so it's like all these universes exist so you can say down the line we can use any one of these characters that we want but it's just sort of Doctor Strange flying through just getting sucked through the multiverse because there's another freeze frame in the trailer that looks exactly the same like kind of diamondy sort of shield yeah. effect as the Watcher has Right. Between universes, that's cool, Is that, and it's the that same not thing. Just the mirror dimension, no, but it looks different. It looks exactly like what the Watcher has when he's looking through. Mm. So it's like, are we going to have a live action version of the Watcher, played by Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright. Wright? I would love that. Which would be sick. But that's what I mean. Like, there's so much possibility in this movie to do little things to please fans, but also just open up the greater universes and still tell a compelling story, because it seems like the we don't know who the main villain is of this. I think it's Wanda. That would be sick. 
See, I don't know if it's Wanda because it seems like I he goes to her is. for help. But I think it might, could there could be I a different version of her that is the villain. Or is it her uh, that, and the different version of him together? Yeah. I think that's a red herring. I don't think the evil version of him is actually a villain. I also don't think the evil version of him is actually him. I think it's going to be someone else. Because Marvel is very good. Rachel McAdams or something who's the main villain. Marvel is very good at replacing people in trailers with someone someone else. I think that evil Doctor Strange, I think that's the only scene he's in. Yeah. Because that's all they've shown. But I also think that... So what's his name who was his friend from the first one? One? No, the other guy that... Um, oh, Mordo. Yeah, played by... Chiwetel. Yeah, Chiwetel Ledger 4. Um, he seems to be on the Illuminati from this trailer. Yeah, which makes you think they're just going to die. Like, Well, it makes me think... So at the, in the end of the first one, he's like, oh, you play with time, you meet the consequences, and he, he kind of went around taking people's magic. Right? So it makes me think that he figured out this whole... Like a multi-dimensional like, spell first... And met with this Illuminati, and he kind of takes the Doctor Strange Illuminati role from our universe, mm-hmm. or from the MCU six one six, and that he's going to be member of the and something big. There is a bigger threat to the multiverse that he is, you know, because it, it seems like that all these characters may have individually figured out the multiverse and come to get like found each other and come together. And formed this sort of multiverse protection, you know, team. Mm-hmm. But it seems because it's like, oh, we should tell him the truth. So it seems like his spell in Spider Man either has awoken something or broken something, and you know they're going to enlist his help to fix that. Yeah, because I'd- the main villain we're leading towards here is Kang the Conqueror, who is a time traveling multi dimensional villain who even Thanos is scared of, and he's the great super, super distant descendant of Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Mm. Like a thousand years, right? That's cool. A long way down the line. And we saw a version of him at the end of Loki. That, what has been labelled as the Captain Marvel variant, looks a fucking hell of a lot like him when you get a super close. It is a black male. Really? In the the close-up, it is a black male in the... In that Captain Marvel-esque sort of... Kang, Kang, quote-unquote, is um, Iron Lad, a version of him, isn't yes. he? Yeah. But there's like there's something... But I think that that is going to be a version of Kang. And that yeah. he could potentially... Be, like, the main Kang villain that we're sort of working towards is yeah. going to be the main villain of this. Because he's I, the villain... A version of Kang's the villain for Ant-Man... And Quantumania. Yeah, uh, I think. But I think that's what we're working towards. Yeah, I, I think Kang is in it, but I think he might be like, I don't know, sort of there, but not do anything. If you get me. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but like, yeah, I, I am keen to see what they do. I'm just sort of worried. The it's not even whole, that far away. It's like I know. The, I'm sort of months. worried the whole cameo fuck fest angle of it's just gonna which is why i hope it's sort of like that dimension hopping thing where they really quickly go through it and then it's just sort of like see with that though i feel like they wouldn't want to spend the money to get actors in just for like half a second like at that point they just use archival footage it's marvel but that's the thing they probably would yeah but it just depends on they didn't for no way home like they just fucking just grab shit yeah like oh let's just i don't know 
don't know. Do we think I, that I, Tom think, Cruise is in this? No. Why do you think Tom Cruise is in this? Because he was because it's play the same, Iron Man in the 90s. Yeah, so it's the same thing that like this. everyone's uh, saying it like, Whole rumor thing about can, like Garfield and Maguire. You can't cast people. I don't in think this. you can. You can't cast people just because they were going to play. Yeah, someone. but it's Tom Cruise though. But, but, also, but also, I don't also, think Disney wants to work with Tom Cruise. But also, that mm. looks like a serious scene too. And I think fucking Tom Cruise playing Tony Stark's just yeah. gonna ruin the scene. Yeah. Wait, what scene? What are you talking about? The Illuminati thing. So, oh, so right. Iron Man is like traditionally on. Yeah, like the Illuminati, the Illuminati yeah. so and like, like the superior ver- the superior Iron Man who everyone thinks that Tom Cruise is going to be because that's sort of what his character was going to be in those original movies um, wields three Infinity Stones Jesus so he ha- yeah he like he is in yeah. possession and in his suit has incorporated three of them far out yeah, and yeah. is I, I an absolute fucking psychopath also you don't get Tom Cruise for one movie yeah like he'd be like. He's a, at least a I 13 think, movie yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah, but I think a better thing yeah. to do would genuinely be have Robert Downey Jr. on that team. Yeah, but he would never come back. Oh, he would. Sorry, he, he will come back, but not right now. Yeah. But, like, I mean, if you're going to have Iron Man on that team, just put Robert Downey Jr. there. Yeah. You know, like. And have him as a different yeah, just, version yeah. of the same. Yeah. Anyway, can we move on? Because yes. I've got an hour drive home and I need to. What's how long have we been gone for? Now, yeah, 20 minutes. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, it is genuinely 9 p.m. All right. Um, I watched also uh, Jackass Forever. Did anyone? Is it good? It's no. pretty good. Okay. It's I listened to part of a podcast about it. <laughs> I've been, what did you watch it on? Uh, a big movie theater screen. Okay. Yeah. It's, I, I went with some friends, I think. So I watched them all last year. In, what, in for the t- first time? No, or? no. Like, again, okay. in, like, I was like, what? I guess. And I think Jackass loses a lot of its charm when there's money behind it. Oh, no. Because, like, no, I, I like this. This is, like, one, I think this is probably, like, the second best one. Oh, wow. Okay, yep. Yeah. But I, I've noticed, like, it's way funnier when they're, like. Beat the first one being the best one? No, the second one Sorry, being sec- the best yeah. one. Uh, I, it's, like, it's just way funnier when they're, like, blowing off an air horn on a golf course yeah. than getting, like, this thousands of dollars studio set up just to do this one thing or they get electrocuted and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's not great. But it's still it was still very enjoyable. Well, I think it's it also funny because they're all old like they're yeah, older 50 now. now, aren't they? <laughs> there's a, so there's a scene. So like they some of them do show their age, especially Preston, the fat guy. I, you guys yeah. both. I've never seen Jackass. So I, Preston, I know who you're talking right, about. So Preston's the fat guy. Tell, Token tell me fat you, guy. Tell me if you need me to explain the plot a bit more. But <laughs> Preston's the fat guy, and there's a scene. He doesn't really do heaps in the movie, obviously, because he's old and the, still fat. The oldest, and also like 400 pounds. So yeah. you can't Not really do you much. Can't, yeah, you can't fuck him up because he'll just die. Yeah, well, <laughs> they were setting up for a stunt. They show like a you know a section with him. They're set up for a stunt. He's like in a skin tight like leotard and he just shits his pants. <laughs> what the for, fuck? for no reason. <laughs> and they show it. He takes it off. It's hilarious. The cameraman vomits. He's back. The vomiting <laughs> yes, cameraman. Yes, back. vomiting cameraman. But it's so much worse because he's wearing a mask now. But <laughs> But then they, this cameraman but in like every movie just vomits. But, but, it's funny. But then they just don't show the stunt. Oh. <laughs> they just don't do the oh. stunt. I think that's better. <laughs> they just never got around to it or oh. it just wasn't as good as him shitting himself. I just love the ones where they like they prank um the dude's mum and dad. 
Yeah, Bam's not in this. I know, but yeah. like... Oh, actually, no. Bam is in it. Like, you can see him in some stunts because they obviously shot some of this yeah. before they fired him. But yeah, he's uh, yeah, yeah, he's not coming back, I guess. His poor parents copped a fucking bear in their hotel room. They put a bear in the bathroom. Where the fuck did they get a bear from? Some money. They yeah, do. They, they do. do what the fuck they they want. do a bear again in this one. They strap a dude to a chair and like oh, yeah, pour honey on him. Nuts get eaten off. Holy fuck! Okay, that's this, terrifying. Let me just send this out that's to Danger okay. Aaron. Dude, what happened? He gets fucked in there. Like he does the most shit out of anyone. Yeah, he, he gets prob- fucked up every time. And he probably got one thousand dollars to do this. <laughs> like, does like the bear like full attack him? No, so the bear like like eats the salmon out of his pants. I stick salmon like in his belt. How did he not lose his dick? The bear eats it, and then the bear's like going for his like hands, like opening its mouth near his hand, and he's freaking out. And the trainer's like, "Well, I should probably get in there now." And they take the bear away, but he his ah. So shout out to him and his testicles. They get yeah. So they they this man has got so much. In, In five minutes, we watched him get a heavyweight like UFC fighter to punch him in the testicles. <laughs> uh, what else? He gets a soft, like this woman who's like a pro softball player, throw a softball at his nuts. Something else happens. And then a pogo stick. Someone, Dave England jumps a pogo stick onto his balls. You see him just drag down to the ground with the pogo stick. And then he bleeds. <laughs> Why is this entertainment? <laughs> and the fact that I'm just describing it to you and you're pissing yourself. I I'm squealed. not. I am in I, like my brain is in trauma Mate, right I, now. I squealed. I squealed like a little girl watching it. It was fucked. But but also I am mortified, Nicholas. Mate. Wait till you fucking see it. I'm like, not going to. <laughs> I need to go and watch this right now. Oh but my god. That being said, I could watch that all day, but when they're doing heaps of like, you know, like showing off like celebrity cameos and that, it's just not as charming. I just like it when like the hand like in this like one the they have sheet. like a truck thing with it like like the big inflatable punch. The big inflatable like, like a food truck oh, or something. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah, that's it's kind of reminiscent yeah. of the giant hand that they have. Yes. Like that's I find that stuff funny. Yeah. Or when um Steve O got launched in the Portaloo. Yeah, even, even, like, that's even then, funny. I feel like that's pushing it for me. That's like too expensive. Pretty like, funny though. I would just rather than see them a, like in a Portaloo, and it's rigged up to a big like slingshot. Right. And like he's like sits on the toilet, and like the Portaloo has been getting used all day, so it's full of shit. And as soon as he sits down, it launches into the fucking sky and it just bounces up and down and all the shit flies out and he just like gets lowered back down to the ground and he opens the door and he comes out just covered in shit and peers and just vomits everywhere. It's compare very that, funny. I really compare don't that think to I'd enjoy it is very Compare funny. that to a scene in this where they just lock them in a pitch black room and tell them there's a snake in there. There's not really a snake in there. They do literally nothing to them, and that's more entertaining, I feel oh. like. Because so, they all freak out. Oh, yeah. They fucking, fucking shit yourself. Yeah. Can we move on from all yeah, the... Oh, one more thing. <laughs> the new cast vomiting. members are pretty good. Okay. Uh, they don't get a whole lot to shine, uh, the woman in particular, because you can't just punch a woman <laughs> in the, the face nu- like yeah. you do to yeah. the guy. Yeah. So I, I'm like, I'm going to kick you in the nuts. But she got stung on the lip by a scorpion a bunch of times, so, you know. Good on her. Girl power. Hey, it's yeah. to all the women. 
anyway. fucking hate you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fifth time she said that tonight. I know, um, Kat, what have you been watching? I am two episodes away from finishing Inventing Anna. I have finished it. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. If you haven't read the article, read the article first because this kind of goes like the beyond that. The acting's not great. Whose would you say? All of it. See, I think I think um, <laughs> the chick that plays Anna, I can't remember her name, is Julia good. Julia Gardner? Yes. Maybe. But the... The journalist and the journalist's husband annoys the shit out of me. Oh, Durs is in it. What the fuck? Who? What? Durs from um, Workaholics. Oh, but yeah, I just... Plays it's ja- is good. the character's name Jack? Maybe. Don't know. What's he look like? Uh, this, Show me. This dude. Oh, yeah. He gives me the shit. Oh, yeah. oh he's not a good actor. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Have you seen him in How to Be Single? He's acting. Is t- I reckon I could no, act I've, better than that. I've seen him in Workaholics, and he's great. Right. Anyway, I've been watching that, he's, and the story is very compelling. Strengths. I've just, it's just, I just don't understand how someone could do all that, which you will understand if you watch the show. Right. Um. Yeah. It is very like the story is very good. And I think I stuck with it because I wanted to know what, like, I wanted to, like, see it out. Yeah. But, yeah, the acting's not the best. And it was, I think Gossip Girl's maybe a comparison in terms of, like, acting sort of style, maybe. It's that weird sort of, oh, my God. Um, That's how the American elite talk, Jacob. But yeah, honestly, I guess I don't know. I've, I, don't know. I don't know anyone but from this, the American elite. This woman, Nick, mm. pretended to be rich and almost got away with it, and almost got a forty million dollar loan, and took all her friends on this like sixty thousand dollar trip to Morocco. Was but living in hotels no for years. Oh my god! She just swindled like, everyone. She's like the. T- she's yeah, the, the Tinder swindler. The swindler but that, yeah, but yeah. she's the super rich. People of New York's swindler. Mm. Right. Yeah. And she's just in total denial the whole time. She just, did, she never admits, well, what I've seen, she doesn't admit to the fact that she's lying or anything. Right. I was going to say, are we still talking about inventing Anna? I was just yes. looking to see what I've watched. Yeah. yeah, cool. Okay. I might watch it. Uh, I mean, I haven't watched the Tinder swindler, so should I watch that first so I know what's going on? I haven't or? watched the Tinder swindler. Completely unrelated, but I do recommend watching both. Yeah, okay. Because I feel like the women. And I may get attacked for saying this. By me? <laughs> Maybe. But the women in the Tinderless Swindler? The Tinderless Swindler? Fucking dumb. You don't lend ma- a man hundreds of thousands of dollars that you can't afford when you've known him for a month. That's fair. And then complain to the world in a Netflix documentary <laughs> that he tricked you and that now you're in a lifelong debt. That's on you, love. That's on you. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Now they've started a GoFundMe campaign to get their money back. And it's like, nah, bruh. Yeah, nah. You fucked up. Yeah. That's you were in, in love with this man for a month. <laughs> and half of that time he was in other countries. Yeah. Great Ponzi scheme. Fair, full-time job, checking all those women. Great Ponzi scheme. What a man. <laughs> <laughs> he was living like, and he hasn't even been charged for it. What a fucking hero. Got away with it all. What a king. Good on yeah. him. Yeah. Good Jesus. for him. 
Jacob, what have you been watching? And all their money. Um, I watched Inventing Anna. I watched um, The Maze Runner and The Maze Runner 2 because fucking why not? Um, I finished Line of Duty for a second time with Lucy. Great fucking show. Recommended everyone watch it. For some reason, season six isn't on Netflix, so you can't watch the end of it. Um, yeah, that's about it, really. Nothing it's really. Chilling. Also, Peacemaker wrapped up. It's very good. Uh, I'm, oh, yeah. I might just wait for you two to watch it so someone can talk about I'm it. Talk about the end. Watch it. Uh, what, where the JLA rocks up? Yeah. And it's just their silhouettes except for Aquaman and the Flash. Yeah. What? At the end of Peacemaker, it does the thing that all where it's always like, where was everybody else when this happened? So they wrap up the their kind of whatever their problem is at the end. Mm. And as they're leaving, the Justice League shows up to save the day and it's like, oh, you're a bit fucking late. But like they at least it's like, oh, yeah, they actually showed up. Right. Because it's like, of course they would show up to this. Yeah. I just pulled up another bit of my phone case. It's fuck fucked. me. Um, I'm, I'm just just gonna, take it off. Yeah, fuck yeah. it. I'm just, I'm just so they just show, but it's just like Aquaman oh, and. Satisfying. Oh, fun fact. Um, that scene was only made possible because of Marvel. Yeah, Marvel. They they what? Um, Why? Marvel because let James them Gunn use their soundstage to put Ezra Miller in it. Because James Gunn filmed th- did this. Yeah. And at by the time this cameo like filming thing got was you know scheduled, he was filming Guardians of the Galaxy three. Right. So they just brought Ezra Miller on set for a day and used the Marvel soundstage to do it. Huh. <laughs> why the fuck not? Why not? not? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> Pay enough money, you can do whatever you want. But yeah, so they just rock up. But then the, you see Aquaman and Ezra Miller because they're obviously both filming projects at the moment, and then sort of like silhouettes of the other two. Yeah, silhouettes of um, wait, Super- silhouettes of who? So silhouettes and Wonder of Woman. Superman and oh. Wonder Woman, and f- for some reason, Cyborg isn't present. Or Batman. So Bat- yeah. I, Batman, I guess, because they're about to do a bunch of Batman, so they, I guess they don't want to confuse people as to Just why. Just have three Batmans there. <laughs> have a Batman multiverse. Yes. I would pay to they're see doing that. that. They are. Um, oh, Keaton, good. Keaton's coming back. Um, Keaton and Affleck are both <gasps> in the same movie. We've spoken about this, Surely, cat. mate. Come on. You're on a film Michael podcast, Keaton is bro. in the Flash movie. He's uh, also in Batgirl. But yeah, we're, I don't know. we're about to get so Robert much happens Pattinson that my brain gets Michael overwhelmed. So, um, so the guy that played the wi- Druig in Eternals, yeah, um, is supposedly oh, yeah. is, is in that true? From what I read today, yeah. Oh, maybe don't tell her then, because I heard not? this months ago. Should I not tell well, her about yeah, the I'm latest go Batman? Look it up. The latest Batman casting is he Robin? No. Who is he? <laughs> Think the opposite of Robin. What is the opposite? Penguin. Of... No, we've already got that. That's Colin Farrell. Oh, really? That's yeah. cool. <laughs> um, think the opposite. Batman has Robin and he, the opposite of that is. I don't know. The Joker. Oh, is he the Joker? Supposedly. I don't hate that. No, I kind of like I. that. I think he's separate enough from yeah. all the other iterations of the Joker that it would work. Yeah. I couldn't imagine they kept that secret though, him playing the Joker and a photo of that not leaking. Because I don't think it's a very big role. Mm. I think he's a background character in this one. And that's nice. okay. Because you can do that. And yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so do I. It's like that movie's like two weeks away, man. That movie is so close oh, to really? coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out soon. It's like two, three weeks. It is so close. So close. Yeah, it comes out the fourth, third, something like that. Yeah, it's like early March. Potentially next week. March. It is potentially next week. Shall we? Or by the time when this is released in like four days from now. 
this will be released on Monday. Yeah, so. so it could be technically this week of the releasing of people listening to this. People listening to this could have already seen the Batman and just said what we just could be proving us wrong that he's not actually the Joker in this movie. Who knows? On that note, shall we wrap up? Yes. Where can people find us, Kat? You can email watchitagainpod at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at watchitagainpodcast. Cast. No, podcast. Watch it Again Podcast on Facebook, Watch it Again Pod on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. If there was a oh shit, Jesus. just type in watch if it again there podcast. Is and a movie that you would like us to talk about, review, or just talk absolute smack, send us an email, message, or whatever, and we can review that. Um, Let us know if you talk out loud to yourself, please. Yeah, please. I really need to know if I'm not alone. <laughs> I mean, you clearly aren't. You're talking to yourself, so. Nah. <laughs> Got her. <laughs> anyway, um, as it's always, it's just pick on cat night tonight, always. isn't it? That's <laughs> oh, right. You get one free shot at me before we stop. I'm not going to so, call you say, a say, c-word. Say so. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, say whatever you want. I won't get upset. You're a bitch. <laughs> nope. You okay. Nothing. Um, she's got nothing on me. First. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Cat. I'm Nick, and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Goodbye. I'll never Always quit this podcast, great. by the way. <laughs> Always oh, yeah, sunny side. Always sunny side. Fuck you. Fuck you. Always sunny side.